Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Why are you wearing a hat? Well, you're wearing a peaked baseball cap yeah. indoors, which is bad etiquette for a start, because gentlemen remove their hats as soon as they come indoors, whereas ladies are allowed to keep their hats on because it is part of their ensemble until six o'clock in the evening, and then they remove them, and then it's tiara time. Now, you, as a gentleman, unless you are identifying as a lady today, no. should remove your hat. No. Why? And take your hat off. No. Why are you even wearing it? You look like a trucker. <laughs> And welcome to Help I Sex With My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, aiming to answer your 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, on a train, is it okay to sit on an aisle seat next to an empty window seat? Oh, that's a good question. And is the best thing to do when you've farted in a shop to move away as far and as quickly as possible? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony aunts, are we, William Hanson, UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not, Jordan North. Sunday's Radio 1, 10 till 1. Uh, I'm more Dior, you're more dire. <laughs> Is that yours or? Uh, yes, it's mine. Yep. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> no, it's. Bad. Oh, oh, oh my God! We have a producer on his feet here. He's literally just shot up out of his. Was it shut up? <laughs> producer Ben is back from his holiday on he's, his own. He's shut up out of his his chair, and yeah, good one. That that's one of your best ones. Um, Shall we have? Um, uh, to buy- well, I see you've already started. Yeah, I I need to stop. Oh, say it. Don't don't say it, even. <laughs> You, would you like a top up? Yes, please. I had a little. This one's been kicking around for a bit. In I know. Here. I had a little. Oh, there we go. Smells like a. Oh. Smells... Just monitor that, Ben. That's. An, I think that's a slightly. That's. That's on the turn. Uh, anyway, two parts to bonnie, one part gin. Smells like a prawn sandwich. Oh, I don't like prawn sandwiches, so I don't want. No. Uh, right, who are we toasting today? Oh, do we toast to bonfire night? Bonfire night. It's a bonfire night. Do you like bonfire night? Um, it's fine. I mean, I, I prefer it to Halloween. Mm. Halloween is, I think, I mean, although Halloween has Celtic origins, it's predominantly an American tat fest, whereas at least Bonfire Night is it's got a bit of historical clout to it because of the uh, Bonfire Night. This time of year as a young child's the best, isn't it? Get off your phone, please. It was a very important text oh. from my mother. Oh. Because okay. the, the local council have agreed to build 450 houses in the fields opposite our family house, and they're very sad. Oh, Boo bloody who. Oh, I feel for them. I bet they've had every been knocking on every door around yours, getting petitions going, haven't they? Yes. Your mother there with her white long silk gloves on. <laughs> Darling. 
What's your mum called? Sarah. Darling, it's Sarah from 32. I'm so sorry. Sarah from... I love that you think we live in a house that has a number. Oh, well, she's your house got? Uh, oh, yeah, I'll just give out the address, <laughs> shall I? Hang on, let me do it again. Darling. Let's just call it Hanson Manor. Wait, I can do the best William's mum You've never met ever. her. Darling, it's Sarah from Hanson Manor. I'm so sorry to knock on your door like a commoner. But I've heard they're building 400, yes, darling, 450 houses across the field from us. Would you like to sign my petition? And please, darling, can I have a stiff one? I need a drink. It's only half past ten. Right, so let's move on. James, um, <laughs> James Williams' brother that listens to the podcast. I'm sorry, I'm only joking. Actually, I can't wait to meet your mum and dad. You're day. not meeting them. I can't believe I've never met your mum and dad. Mm. What does mm mean? That says a lot about our friendship. You keep me hidden away. I'm like a secret boyfriend. Yeah. Do your mum and dad even know about me? So, if you want our help with something, then you can tweet us. Why have I never met your mum and dad? You can send us your tales of trepidation to help at sexedmyboss.com. Rude. Uh, You can send... uh, I've done that. Oh, I can't believe that. No, they do do know of you. Do they? Mm. Why have I never met them? I don't know, actually. I'm, I'm a nice young lad. I'm, I'm a bit rough around edges and all that. I just worry what you'll say. Yeah, but don't... I mean, look f- what you say on mic. Yeah, but don't forget, like, when I'm when we do the podcast, I play up to it to wind you up half the time. I'm not, like... But you really don't. Yeah, that's Because you true. really are like this <laughs> off mic. In fact, if anything, <laughs> this is a sanitised version. <laughs> it is. Before, I went to the toilet and I, I took a, I went to the lavatory. And it took a bit longer than what I thought. And William's like, where have you been? I went, sorry, I dropped the kids off whilst I was there. Yeah, and you'll say that to my parents because you'll think it's hilarious and they're going, oh, <laughs> you see, you find it funny. Sarah, sorry, love, I've just dropped kids off in your downstairs do, in your downstairs loo. Oh, darling, don't worry about it. I'm too pissed to notice, darling. You've made darling. her sound like Ivanka Trump. <laughs> darling, I'm, I'm too pissed to notice, darling. <laughs> Ivanka Trump or Ivana Trump? William, darling, get your mother another drink. It's 10 o'clock in the morning, darling. <laughs> I want to meet your mum and dad. You've met my mum and dad. They love you. Well, only because you brought them to a live show. Yeah, but I talk about you all the time. Oh, darling, it's so nice to meet you, Jordan. To tell me whereabouts in the country are you from, darling? Okay. Uh, how's your week been? <laughs> it's been really good, actually. I've been back home. So you've been, oh, you've been back home? That's yeah. nice. I've had a really good week. Yeah, I've been back Hang home. Hang on, why have you been back home? Your parents have moved. Yeah, I went to, you know... Just check they had gone. Yeah, yeah. Got, got stuff to do up here. Uh-huh. Okay, good. Didn't you get recognised on the train when you were going back up north? Oh, yeah. It was in a peculiar way. Am I saying that right? Peculiar. Well, it would have to be peculiar if they recognised you. Yeah, it was really Because weird. I also think with, with radio presenters, when you recognise radio presenters, I would say probably two-thirds of the people that listen to you don't know what you look like because it's radio. Yeah. You have to actually have gone onto the website or followed you on a social media platform to know what you look like. And that third is automatically weird. (laughs) So for you to be recognised, you are being recognised generally by weirdos. Some of us that do television as well as radio... I feel like we've changed as the series has gone on. All we talk about is our, how great our careers are. I've got no career anymore after this anyway. Yeah. But yes, you got recognised. Right. First of all, it's very true what you said. And when people see me for the first time, because they've heard me on the radio... They'll stagger say, backwards. They say, they expect me to look like Ashley from Coronation Street, Gadget from This Is England, fat, 
all really skinny and ginger. It was really weird. So I was on the train and I was speaking to this lovely girl. And, and when you say girl, what, she was 16? Uh, sorry, a lovely lady called Hannah. Uh, she was titled? What do you Woman. mean? She's only a lady if she's lady. Oh, for, are you having a freaking... I was next to a woman on the pissing train who had a dog with her. Am I all right to call the dog a dog? The dog was called Norman. Is it Sir Norman? Norman the dog, right? right. She's actually a lovely lady. She's really nice. And we were just chatting away. And um, about less than an hour into the journey, I was reading my book. And she was reading her book. And she said, oh, are you all right to just look after Norman? I said, yeah, sure. And I looked up and this poor girl, she'd gone a shade of white. She was paler than you, right? You are one to talk. She looked like a ghost, and I've seen a ghost before, a gay ghost. <laughs> I know what ghosts look like, okay? And she, she was a shade of white, and I said, are you all right? She said, no, I feel really sick, and she can't travel backwards, but it was really busy. She can't right. travel backwards, on the, so we were facing backwards. Well, why so, did she sit there? Because there was no other seats available. Okay, well, well so, I would okay. So I said, uh, don't worry, so I went to the shop and bought her a bottle of water, and I got That's some... That's very kind of you. And I got some... Keep I mean, the receipt. A, Bloody did two pound odd those bottles of water and and you know those paper bags. That no wonder you're six six hundred pounds overdrawn. You know those paper bags that they put you. Yes. Give you in the shop. So I took yep. that and she started being sick. Oh. And I was giving her the water and as she was being sick, she was like, <laughs> everyone's watching and um, I was like, you're all right, you're all right. And she turned to me, sick round her mouth and went, oh my god, he's your idiot. I went, yeah, that's me. Yeah, she went. Oh, I can't believe it. Can we get a selfie? I was like, after you've, after you've been sick, yeah. So it was a bit weird. But it's not the first time I've been uh, recognised in a weird situation. Really? Yeah. Um, just before I started... Well, there's a, one weirder than that. A lot weirder. Just before I started working uh, on said radio station in London, I... Uh, how can I... How can I explain this? Well, I, I, I know the story I think you're about to say. I had to go for... A routine checkup. A routine checkup. So I got there, and this, this specialist, right, he's, he's straight out of uni. He's not, he's not much older than me. Right? And I get there, and we're making awkward small talk. You could tell he was nervous. Mm. He felt a bit awkward. So I'm talking to him, and I'm like, making the most awkward small talk about the weather, about uh, cycling, all this kind of thing. And he says, right, you need to pop behind the curtain. I'm going to give you a prostate exam. I said, yeah, that's fine, totally fine. Um, he said, just get your kecks down to your knees and put your knees up to your chest. Right. And I'm there, and I can hear him behind me putting the glove on, literally like off a film, putting this lube on his finger. Right? We're still talking about him pissing, cycling, and the weather over the weekend. Awkward small talk. Right, he opens my bum cheek. Oh, good. Yeah, right. As soon as he sticks his finger up my ass, he goes, I heard you on the radio at the weekend. I went, oh, did you? He went, yeah, you're doing quite a lot of cover down there these days, aren't you? I went, yeah, <laughs> they're keeping me busy. He's having a full-on chat with me about my Radio 1 career while he's fingering my ass. So it weren't as weird as the girl on the train. It's your BBC. And if you do, guys, have any problems, get yourself checked out. I was at the doctor's over the summer and everything was fine. It was I can't even remember why I was there. And uh, I thought I was being recognised. I arrived, checked in, went to the to the loo and, uh, and came out. And this youngish guy came up to me immediately and went, excuse me, are you Will? And I thought, oh, here we go. Probably podcast listener looked like one of ours, and um, <laughs> and I sort of you know 
puffed my chest out. Yes. Went, yeah, you've been called. Room four. <laughs> but I thought because he, how dare he contract my name? Did I ever tell you what, uh, when I was? It's all about me again, isn't it? Did I yeah. ever tell you when, no. I was at, when is it not? When I was at Rock FM, I had that car with my face on the back. Yes. Basically, I had a car when I was at Rock FM at local radio. I had my name down the side of a car. And uh, I was in the gym, and he had my headphones in, and this girl came up to me and tapped me on the shoulder. I said, what? Pull my headphones. And she went, do you work for Rock FM? I went, oh, you don't want a selfie, do you? I'm sweating my head off here. She went, no, you've left your handbrake off. And you, <laughs> your car's rolling down the car park. I literally seen it. She must have thought, what a knob. I thought she had a selfie. You are. Have you ever had a prostate exam? Not officially. <laughs> Speaking of doctors and mm. waiting rooms, is it ever okay, because I do this all the time in waiting rooms, is it ever okay to rip a page out of a magazine? No. Is that bad etiquette? Not without permission of the um, of the receptionist. Do you think? I always see stuff in magazines. I'm, Knitting patterns. I'm starting a mood board. Oh, God. I'm buying a house in the new year. Are you? Why have you and Ben you're, got your head in your hands? You're buying a house. I've had a good year. I'm, I'm, we'll I'm, talk about this later, but I'm, I'm... I'm starting a mood board for, like, ideas from my decor and my interior, right? And I seen some a, a sofa in one of the magazines, and I ripped it out, and I ripped it out, and it made this really low, loud noise, and everyone in waiting room were looking at me like a cancelled Christmas. What's wrong with that? I was like, I was going, what's up what, with what, what was in the, a, What was the page? It was really inspiring. I wanted it. It was a, a sofa on offer from DFS. What, fabric, leather? Fabric. It was, right. it was my, scan, you know, like Scandi style. Right. Yeah. This woman was giving me evils, like, giving me dirty looks like you, and I'm like, what's up with your face? It's from a mood board. Get you, Linda Barker. So, um, yeah, anyway, how, how's your week been? It's all about me at the moment. How's mm. your week been? Yes, fine. Uh, guess what I went and saw for the uh, 14th time? We've just been told by producer Ben, <laughs> you don't need to keep this bit long, so it's all going to be me. Go on. Guess what I saw for the 14th time? Mary Pissing Poppins. Yes. I am... I was having a very bad day last week and I wasn't planning to see it. And I was in town and I walked past um, the Prince Edward Theatre and I walked in and said, I don't suppose you happen to have any um, day seats, any returns. And they said, no, but come back in a few hours, we might do. So I did. And uh, and they did. They had one. So I bought it. It's very cheap. And, uh, How much? I'm not telling you. Tell me. Uh, not telling you. And uh, it was it was in the stalls, let's put it that way. And that's, you know, the lower bit. Is that a good seat or a bad seat? It's a good seat, oh. yeah. I mean, there are lots of good seats, but it was particularly good. And I found myself sitting next to Mary Poppins' mother. This was the mother of the actress playing Mary Poppins. Now, when I saw it the week before, on its opening, I had noticed that Mary, during two scenes, drinks tea from a teacup and had been holding her teacup with her little finger extended. Which we don't do, it's bad Which etiquette. we don't do, because, as I think I have explained on this podcast before, can you remember? It's because they used to do it in the French olden days. Yep. What year was it? What? Well... The court of Louis fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, they used to do it then, and it meant that you had the clap if you yeah. drank your tea with your little pinky up mm-hmm. in the air. It was a code for saying, "I've got the clap, you've got the clap." Yeah, we can have intercourse. Well, 
Yeah, you, it was not polite to sleep with someone without letting them know that you had syphilis, so you put your little finger out when drinking tea at court of an evening. The other school of thought is because that particular uh, strain of syphilis was so strong at the time, it made your joints stiffen up, so you physically couldn't wrap your fingers round. So either way, it's, it's syphilis-related. So I was having a lovely chat with Zizi Stralin's mother and uh, during the interval, and we were chatting about one or two things, and, and she had said, oh, some of the cast weren't sure if they should be saying ma'am or ma'am, and I said, oh, it's, it's definitely ma'am. And she said, oh, no, we do like to get things right. And at that point, I thought, well, here is my opportunity. Yep. So I said, may I just point one other thing out? Could you pass it along? I don't think we want a syphilitic Mary. And I think we probably want the little finger tucked in. And I explained it to her and she was she was made all the right noises. So it'll be very interesting when I go and see it next week to see if that finger is tucked in. How can you go and see a show so many times? I, honest to God, Gene Devers, I cannot stress how obsessed this man is with Mary Poppins. They must think you're a right weirdo. Well, Every when I was, time they I, look out and you're there like, with your little hands on your lap <laughs> and your little legs crossed, they must think, oh, when he's my, in again. My friend uh, Tom came to buy the ticket with me. He wasn't going, but he was with me at the time I went in to buy the ticket. And uh, we went in and, and uh, the, the guy behind the box office said, uh, have, you seen it? have you seen it before? Yeah, 13 times. And Tom had to go, it only opened last week. He has not seen it 13 times since it opened six days ago. God, I could imagine you just like... It's borderline stalking. Tom thinks I might be on a list at the theatre. Yeah, I yeah. think it's... Mary Poppins is going to get a restraining order out on you. Yeah, I'd like to see her pull that ben out of her bag. Ben, sorry, producer Ben has just buzzed through. This is... No, thank God I'm taking you both to see it. Is Mary Poppins the one with the bag that she pulls things out of? Yeah, and when we go... She's going to stop. She's going to pull everything out of the bag and pull a massive restraining order out for William. Stephen go, sorry, darlings. Oh, Mary Poppins sounds a lot like your mum at the moment, doesn't she? <laughs> sorry, darlings. I have a restraining order to serve you. William, darling, mother needs another drink, darling. Step in time to the Crown Court. Do you think James is going to hate my impression of your mother? I've still to meet James, actually. He doesn't know who you are. I love James. He seems like You've my, never met him? Your brother seems like my sort of guy. He's very different from me. Either he or I were adopted. We're not sure which one. We, like, he likes his football and stuff. He likes his banter. Yes, he's a I think he's very good on the radio as well. I mean, he's never said the same about you. Uh, I want to meet you, James and I want to um, meet Sarah. I'll, you can meet James. What's your dad called? Brian. Your mum and dad have got quite common names. Sarah? Sarah and Brian. Sarah's a perfectly nice name. It's religious. I'm just saying like Graham and Wendy, my mum and dad's a bit common. Yeah, I mean, he who throws the first stone. But I, I... Look, even my mother says Brian is a horrific name. His middle name is Richard, and she said, really, it should, he should be Richard Brian, and then we can just call him Richard. Yeah. Brian's like... Brian! They say It you was marry... very popular in the 50s as a name. They say you marry someone like your mother, or in your case, your father. Brian, Mikey, Builder, Bricklayer, Brian, Bricky. Joke of the week? Oh, I am... Um, me... Seen as now Williams pulled back the curtain. Is that the right term? He pulled back the curtain. Uh, and, and we know uh, we better see what our Lee sent me this week. <laughs> I can't believe you've ruined it. It's that. time for our Lee's joke of the week. It's time for our Lee's joke of the week. I close my eyes, drew back the curtain. <sighs> I've got one for you. Tampax have announced that they will be removing the string from their tampons and replacing it with tinsel. And you'll find out the punchline after the break. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. 
eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. Tampax have announced that they will be removing the string from their tampons and replacing it with tinsel. This is for the Christmas period only. Ben, can you hear us? Do we need? Can we just do that joke for Ben? Because I'm not sure you're going to allow that. It's not wrong. <laughs> Tampax have announced that they will be removing. <laughs> Tampax. I've announced that they will be removing the string from their tampons and replacing it with tinsel. This is for the Christmas period only. <laughs> I think that's probably. We are currently going through editor. This is live editorial on the podcast at the moment. We're just getting Ben to check if that can go in. Very funny. Um, big announcement. Very exciting. Big. For those that love our live shows... Big. We are doing our biggest tour yet. Big. We are. It's all in January, in the new year. We're going to cheer you up after Christmas. We're doing it in January. We are coming to the following cities. Are you ready? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, we're really looking forward to this. Come on, William Hudson. We are coming to London. Woo! Edinburgh. Yeah! Glasgow. Yeah! Bristol. Get in! Leeds. Go on! And we might have a few more to add to that list shortly. Why are we only doing half an announcement? People don't reply to emails very quickly. Oh. But we're definitely going to those cities. Once again, London. Yay! Edinburgh. Yay! Glasgow. Yeah! Bristol. Oh! And Leeds. Yay! We're very excited. Uh, sexedmyboss.com slash live. They go on sale at 10am. We sold out last time, so get on it straight away if you don't want to be disappointed. Yeah, seriously, if, you, if you've got a, uh, a loved one, a friend, anyone, you know, a colleague who would like to come and see us and you want to get them a ticket, it'd make a great Christmas present. We've got a new live show in the new year. We'd love for you to come and... Yeah, and unlike the Manchester Podcast Festival, which you're going to hear next week, that was a live recording, yeah. whereas what we're doing in the new year is a live show. All singing, all dancing. When I say singing and dancing, there's none of that, but it's uh, it's just a turn of phrase. If you want some tickets, go to our website, sextedmyboss.com forward slash live. We would love to see you there. Right, let's crack on with the episode. First question, please, William Hansen. 
Dear William and Jordan, as a long-term listener, a dilemma has finally come into my life awkward enough to need to write to you. I have recently moved to a new house and the layout of the house means that from my upstairs landing, I can see down into my neighbour's living room. More specifically, the sofa that's under the window. It's a bit hard not to glance down when you walk on the landing, especially as the neighbours have a cute new dog that likes to lounge on the sofa in front of the window. However, there have now been two occasions where I've glanced down and instead of seeing a cute fluffy dog, the male owner of the dog is lying spread-eagled, bollock naked. (laughs) Said a cute fluffy something. I feel lucky I've not witnessed the act with his girlfriend that led him to becoming naked, but fear that won't be too long before it happens. What should I do? Knock on their door and ask they ensure that they close the curtains when they want some sofa sex, or go to my landlord and ask for some sort of curtains to be put up to save my blushes. Any advice, welcome. Love, Hannah in Sydney, Australia. Oh, gosh. She's got a big problem down under, hasn't she? <laughs> Good one. I'm I'm not a big fan of walking around naked. I've never... Okay, well, it's not about you, it's about helping Hannah. I think the solution for Hannah here is to probably go to the landlord and explain the situation. I think that's the less confrontational. I don't know what you're like in Australia with confrontation. I've never been. So I'd I'd just go to the landlord. Really, getting someone else involved? I'd pull one of them to a side Mm. and just say, just say, look, um, don't embarrass you, but I could see you the other day. This happened to my dad. But they may. But the trouble is, they may not. Well, I'll get on to your father in a minute. But they may not care. The people that are naked, they mm. might not. They might be exhibitionists. Slip a note so the solution me. would be curtains, because that then stops the problem. Okay, or just slip a note. And do you know what we've said this before? Slip a note underneath from anonymous, so you don't have to identify. <laughs> from who? Anonymous. Anonymous. Yes. Just do you know what I've got it? Don't knock over, unless you see him in the lift. Write a little note. And slip it under from anonymous and just say, I could see you having sex, stop it. Well, no, she hasn't seen them having sex, but he's, she's, she's seen, seen them the, naked. She's seen, she might as well have done. When we moved into our house in, uh, when we lived in Northern Ireland, my mum only told me this recently. Uh, my dad was showering every morning before work. and We'd still not got the blinds up in the bathroom and it wasn't frosted glass. And basically, um, Vicky, who lived across the road from us, said to my mum at a coffee morning once, mm. just, uh, just to let you know... Um, we have thin grey and bollock naked every morning this week as he goes to work when he's in the shower. You could just let him know. So, Right. Well, I'm so, sure they're thrilled they've moved. Uh, over, that was over 20 years ago, but anyway. <laughs> Keep it current. Next Jordan, question. look at this. How beautiful is this oh, letter? Can, oh, I want to read that. You'll never read this. Please. No. It's got a lovely bee monogram on the top. Are you allowed to write bee. in blue? Yeah. yeah. Traditionally, it would be black, but blue is fine, especially for ladies. And this is from Emma. Dear William and Jordan, I wanted to say how much I love your show. Uh, do you know what? We never say thank you enough for that. So many people tell us how much they love listening to us. So thank you, Emma. That's really, really sweet. You always make me laugh out loud, which is always a good thing. I'm not sure if you can help me with my problem because it's not straightforward or very funny to be on your podcast. Have you heard what we've done before? However, I did hope that you could both mention the need to check on your friends and basically promote mental health awareness. For me, part of my self-care is listening to you two as you lift my mood and I feel better. Like I say, I totally understand if you don't read this letter out because it doesn't match with your format, but I guess I want people to know that we are more than our illnesses. Please keep up the good work. Best wishes, Emma. 
That's so sweet. Very sweet. Lovely letter. We will uh, we'll respond to that. And, no, definitely. Um, in writing, not just on this podcast. The past couple of years, we're, we're all starting to talk about mental health more, which mm-hmm. is great, and I totally agree about checking on your friends. Yeah. Yeah. And not, not just an are you okay, you can ask twice. A call. A call, yeah, and, and also it's so much... Better to, you know, if you are concerned about a friend, doing it on text, it's so, even if they go, yeah, I'm fine, it's very hard to judge tone. Ask them on voice call or face-to-face, Skype, FaceTime, whatever you're doing, where you can actually judge yeah. tone. Sometimes we, uh, I've noticed if a friend's struggling, um, it, you, you kind of have to be a bit, uh, not what's the word, you've got to be a bit, not forceful, what's the word? You don't want to be forceful. No, what's the word? Like, um... Basically, you've got to like make you, you've got to go round. Yeah. What's the word? Clear you've got, your diary. You got to take them out, even though they say I'm fine. I'm fine, and you know they're not. Cause that'll help. Yeah. Anyway, that was a lovely letter, Emma. Thank you. Thank you very much, and lovely, uh, lovely stationery as well. Dear William and Jordan, really hoping you can all help me out of this slippery situation. After a recent evening with a gentleman caller. During the evening's activities, a bottle of personal lubricant, silicon-based, was spilled on the tile floor. Sadly, the cat. What what am I missing here? I don't know. Are you missing out? A gentleman caller. Yes. Yeah. He had a, a hookup, I believe, is the. Right. Okay. Start again. Start again. After a recent evening with a gentleman caller, during the evening's activities, a bottle of personal lubricant, silicon-based, was spilled on the tile floor. Sadly, the cap was not fully screwed. Saying nothing. The initial spill was cleaned up, and yes, my entire apartment has tile flooring. Now there is a slippery film all over the floor that won't come up. I have used soap, floor cleaner and water to clean things up, but still nothing. Any suggestions? I now have to put up slipping hazard signs so that no one falls over on the residue. Um, Who is that? That is from Anthony. I won't give his last name just to spare his blushes. Let's have a look. Well, we're not Kim and Bloody Aggie. No, 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 I like that. This is the first time we've had, and you know, loads of cleaning tips. Yeah, but not like that. This is the first time we've had a... Um, I'd, my tip Kim... would be switched to a non-silicon-based personal lubricant, Anthony. This is the first time we've had to so cl- send in your cleaning tips, because I know quite a few as well. Like, if you're going to clean your windows or your mirrors, use newspaper. I probably taught you that. He did, my dad told me that. Okay. Who was your dad? George Formby. My little stick of Blackpool rock. That's enough about that. Is that George Formby? I believe so. When I clean, when I, I always clean... get mixed up with George Foreman and George Formby. Yeah, two very different people. Formby was the singer. Foreman was the boxer. Correct. Right. Right. Well, you could always get a new tile flooring. Um, okay. I would try uh, white vinegar. I mean, it is going to smell a bit, but white vinegar is quite good for cutting through um, greasy things. I've heard that. Uh, fairy liquid. It's quite good, fairy liquid and white vinegar at the same time. Okay. Um, oh, next time, Anthony, you could just use spit. Next question. <laughs> Dear William and Jordan, and producer Ben. Oh, for God's sake. I recently started a new job in a new city and have been going through the process of ingratiating myself with my new colleagues. Beg your pardon? Uh, ingratiating, getting to know them. Ingratiating? Yeah. Isn't that what rabbits do? No. I've never heard that in my life. Well, that's not a surprise. You wouldn't think I read a lot, would you? No. You wouldn't, would you? No. Ingratiating? Yeah, getting to know. Okay. Uh, I've made lots of small talk... Getting to know 
Okay, you Kelly O'Hara. I've made lots of small talk, tried to remember everybody's name, and even tried to remember a nugget of information I can use next time we speak. Last week, I was invited to play squash with a few of the guys, and even though I'm not very sporty, I said yes. I don't want to be one of those miserable co-workers who say no whenever they are invited to anything. The guys that invited me come from very different backgrounds to me. Posh. They all come from the home counters and went to boarding schools. Knew it. Knew it. Knew it. Whereas I am from Lancashire and went to the local high school where being posh meant you have your beer in a glass instead of a can. <laughs> Despite our different backgrounds, they were all very friendly and a good laugh. Yeah. Everything was going well until we got to the changing rooms. I lost every game, but I put up a good fight. Maybe it was because they grew up in boarding schools where they were very relaxed about being naked in the changing room. Oh, oh, Henry, what's happened to your old todger? Have you shaven? <laughs> yeah, great. You have such a uh, weird... Have a look at mine! I've recently been circumcised! <laughs> well, <laughs> just, just hold yourself as it were. Um, Hurry, come and wipe your bollocks next to me. It's fun. With one of the guys even wandering off to chat to another acquaintance without a stitch of clothing. Told you. I, on the other hand, didn't do the towel dance, but neither did I waste time changing. I could feel myself getting a bit embarrassed. Whilst all the casual nakedness was happening, I saw that all three of my new colleagues were circumcised. Told you. Circumcised. Told you. Carry on. Whilst all the casual nakedness was happening, I saw that all three of my new colleagues were circumcised, while I am not. What? Nor were any of the guys at my gym back home. My question is, are posh people circumcised? Why are we doing <laughs> circumcised chats? <laughs> The question, so we've had a really nice one about mental health. Right. But we've had someone's naked penis through a window, we've had lube, and now we're having circumcision. Right. Um, OK, Alex, there's only one way to settle this. Are posh people circumcised? William, get your chop out. No, rubbish. I think it's a com get it out. complete coincidence. Do you? Yeah, I think it's a, a coincidence. Um, I think there are... There, I don't believe it's a posh thing. Okay. But who knows? Okay. Um, I think that's just maybe it's maybe it's something. Maybe there was a job lot on in the home counties at the time. Maybe someone was doing an offer. But right, first buy, of all, buy one get one off free. This email sounds like <laughs> one of your teenage dreams, doesn't it? Okay. Second thing, I think it is just a, a bit of a um, <laughs> a bit of a coincidence that all three have been circumcised. We've talked about circumcision. A lot in this part. Is it decision? Isn't it? Circumcision, yeah. In a lot. In yeah, and can we draw a line under this now? No more circumcision. How do you have a Barclays if you circumcise? If you, you're using that word now, now that I've taught it to you. So, last week, William taught me a bit of Cockney rhyming slang that I'd never heard before. Yes. And he said Barclays Bank. It was a Kenneth Williams uh, reference. Which is Cockney rhyming slang for... Whatever. When one pleasures themselves. <laughs> And I think it's great, and I say it all the time now. But can you? How does I don't really know, but I think that's enough, really. Um, and on that note... Can I have my script, please? OK, and on that note, um, thank you very much. Thank you. Send uh, in your problems. Posh, not all posh people are circumcised. Um, we think it's just a coincidence. What have we learnt this, uh, this time? That we have... Um, that we're now going to do cleaning tips, because we're getting four series in. Send in your cleaning tips. Send them in, and we'll uh, we'll get them in in the in the next few episodes. It'll be good. If you've got any cleaning tips, get in get in touch at sextonmyboss.com. And uh, always remember, give us a review. Let us know uh, that you're one of our loyal ones uh, who stay right to the end 
pop something in the iTunes review or wherever you review your podcast. Yeah, do give us a review. If you want to write a letter to us, all the details are on the website, sexandmypass.com. Do you and think remember- it's a control thing with you? Because you, I've pointed, picked this up. Every time I say something technical and I'm doing a little bit of linkage, you feel the need to basically repeat no, it again. No, I'm, I'm Because you won't let me be in control. Chill out. Chill your tits, right? I'm reiterating. They're, they're not thick. They can click the, the go back by 15 seconds button. If Some needs of be. our listeners are from Blackburn. Yes, they are. <laughs> right. Can I, can I carry on? If you be want quick. to write into us... All the details are on the website, sexandmyboss.com. If you want to come to the live show, remember, we're going live. We're going live, baby. In January, then go to the website, sexandmyboss.com. You need to sort your attitude out, son. Goodbye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas... You will be timed. <laughs> <laughs> you will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was, like, wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, but you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.